Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Martin Grisanti. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm real excited. This is actually a field trip. That I'm on because normally you're at my podcast studio, but today I uh, was very lucky. John was able to let me come to his beautiful office. I have today uh, Mr. John Rizzo. Good to see you, brother. Hey, How you doing? Thanks for coming man? over. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a little background John and I, we've worked on a few different projects and uh, just an absolute unbelievable CPA. His team is just incredible. I'm here to ask some really just pointed questions on business, leadership, and even real estate investing in general. Um, some sort of some of this is going to be kind of high level, but at the end of the day, it's going to be really good for for everyone because you know taxes they're coming. That's right, they're coming. So, John, anyways, yeah. uh, give us a little background, man, on uh, you know who you are, what you've been doing, what you're up to. Love this place, buddy. Yeah, thank you. It's, first of all, it's, thanks for coming over and spending time with us at our place. I appreciate it and. Thanks for all the kind words, and I remember when we first met, and you were mm. just getting started in real estate. And a I mess. Just, a well, mess. I wouldn't say that. Like I just, there was something in you that I knew would end up in success. Appreciate it. And that. here you are doing really well. So thank you. Uh, but man. it takes all that hard work to get there. No one could say that it's easy. No. And I could tell you, especially just doing this, these things alone. So congratulations to you as well. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So where we come, so, you know, we're CPA firm, you know, started in 2005. Uh, you know, we, we are a boutique firm. We are always big on customer service, you know, having really tight and close relationships with our clients. Um, and we've kind of grown that over the years and kept that philosophy in place. And we've grown because of our success. So the challenge has always been how do you grow but maintain boutique. Mm. So that's really what we've been working on here is, you know, one person doesn't make a company, it's a team. Yes. And how do you integrate the culture and everything that goes with a team into one place? As far as what we do, you know, all the traditional accounting services, we really refer to ourselves more as a business consulting firm, mm. you know, more than a tax accounting firm. Um, but we do all that stuff. So we do tax accounting, auditing, and we have a consulting division that focuses on merger acquisition. We, we specialize in real estate, so we work with a lot of real estate owners on helping them you know, find deals, structure deals, all the accounting that goes with, with it. You know, really, anything financial that relates to real estate, we get involved with that too. Uh, on top of that, we have a, what we call our ERS division, so Employee Retention Solutions. Oh, wow. And it means exactly that. How do you retain your employees? Well, through effective payroll, through effective health insurance, and then we manage investments in retirement plans to go with all that. So we basically have a consolidated offering of services uh, from on a concierge level. So when clients are looking for an all-encompassing place uh, to handle all their finance from top to bottom, 
this is where they would come for that. I love so, that. So a lot going on here. Yeah, no kidding. A lot to keep track of. But we really focus on a certain client base that doesn't stretch us too much where we can't provide that impeccable service. Okay, so you guys started this when? 2005. Okay, so that's an interesting time because, you know, if you look back, because this is one of the things I talked to you about and why I wanted to leave my old role as a salesperson and go full-time in real estate is because, you know, you took a risk. You left a really big company, yep. a big firm. Yep. Um, and I never asked you this, but 2005 was a pretty good year, but then 2006, 2007 was, really wasn't. Yeah. So was there any growing pains when you guys left? Were you like, geez, this was probably a bad idea? Yeah, no, never. It was the best decision we oh, ever good. made. All right. And the decision to leave was more one of we are my partner, Brian DiGiacco, and I at the time, we're very entrepreneurial. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to do things your own way. Mm. I was at a firm that was really growing to a level of hundreds and hundreds of employees where I didn't feel like I'd have this sort of influence that I wanted to have for several years, if at all. Mm. So we you know, kind of started at the bottom. And really, the Rochester economy is, is not always the national economy. Good point. So basically... We were economy proof. We, you know, we were doing individual tax returns. The economy wasn't affecting individual tax returns. Right. So we had a list of individuals who were already doing their taxes. You know, we started doing tax returns at you know kitchen tables. Love I remember, that. like we'd at the end of the day, Love you know, it. kind of hustling the way you Love do. It. You know, end of the day, we, you know, someone would get home from work, they'd have finished dinner, and we'd show up with our laptops and do their tax return. You know, and it kind of that was where the personal touch started. Mm. But we were willing to do anything to be successful and to help people. Mm. So, yeah, 05, you could say, yeah, the, the crisis of 08 and everything, all that happened. Yeah. We weren't even mature enough as a business for that to affect us. Got it. That's true. Right. Cause yeah. I, I, and I love that because if you, just, if you guys could see the office, um, and for some of the people watching from the upstate New York real estate investor group, uh, John graciously uh, said that at some point we could do a uh, meet up here because it's unbelievable. It's it, so just thinking about how it started, where you're in a kitchen doing a tax return, and now you you guys are here. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like if you look back, I mean, is it is it kind of wild just to think? Like, did you ever think in your wildest dreams like this would be something? Um, I'm more a look ahead than look behind person. Love it. So I love where we're at. I love what we're doing. I think about the next thing more than the last thing. Okay. You know how it is. Like you know, one negative. One negative could wipe out a bunch of positive. No doubt. And so I never want to want to run into any sort of negatives. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're happy where we're at. We're we never get comfortable. Mm. We we love getting out of our comfort zone. So this is great, but it's behind us. Yeah. It's here. It's our home. We love it. Um, but we're thinking about what's going to happen mm. next. I love that because one of the things you said when I was walking in here, and I was just again, it was in awe of the place, is that you go, we're actually. It's, it's starting to kind of cramp on us a little bit. We, yeah. we might have to even go bigger. Um, you know, so where does that drive come from? Because here's the thing. I, I've done a bunch of these shows, and there's like one key thing that kind of I've seen through everyone I've talked to, and it's like there's a sense of urgency, yeah. right? Like have you always had like a sense of urgency of like I got to get this thing done? Like where are we on this? Like wh- why? Why do you have that? Yeah, I think it's, you know, we run our organization a lot like a sports team. Mm. So to the point, you know, if a team won their last game, you know, 
you're going to have a letdown if you're so focused on the last game. Yeah. Okay, we won that game, so let's just assume we're going to win this game because we won the last mm. game. No, the last game's over with. We move on to the next game. Okay. Not to sound like a, a sports coach. Love it. But that's what a lot of them say. Yeah. You know, so basically, that's why we focus so much on, you know, what's going to happen next and, 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 you know, where does this all come from? For me, it's a lot of it was my upbringing. Okay. You know, I, I grew up in a small house. You know, my dad was a teacher. My mom was a beauty school dropout. You know, she was a homemaker, and she was perfect at that role. And, you know, she supported the family in every way she could. My dad wasn't home a lot. He was, you know, coached three sports. Mm. He was a teacher. He was providing for a family. We had three of us. I shared a room with my brother. And, you know, I learned a lot of hard knocks back in the day of, you know, hard work is what ends up in positive results. Mm. That, that was... That's kind of been always been my foundation, and I have to thank my parents really for that. And then along the way, you attract other hard workers right. in the process. You know, our partners here, our staff, you mm-hmm. know, there's a certain philosophy of we feel like responsiveness and hustle and likability and relationships and being humble are all the things that makes us successful. Is that the playbook that would work for everybody? Probably not, but it's the playbook that works for us. Oh, and yeah. it's gotten us to this point. Now, as you grow, there are other challenges that come into place where being humble and hustle, sometimes hustle isn't good. You know, <laughs> if you're moving too fast on a larger account where there's, you know, big dollars at stake, you know, you could make a mistake. Right. So you got to be careful about the balance as well. And that's kind of where I'm at with like my business is the we're, we're hustle first and like we our motto and it's maybe not good is like, Hey, sales will save this. Right. Yeah. And that's good to a point. But as we've matured in our business, there is a thing where it's like, Hey, you, you really need to, you know, get the, the procedures and the, 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 the processes into place yes. or, or you're not going to scale. You're, you're just going to, you're going to get bigger. Like our whole thing right now, for a lot of people listening, is we want to go from being self-employed to a business firm. Yeah. So right now we're, we're self-employed. Um, and so we're, we're working through that. How did you guys go from being kind of, hey, we're self-employed CPAs into a business? Well, we're still working on it. This is the real answer. Got it. So it doesn't um, ever go away. It, doesn't, it, it should <laughs> go away at some point. We have clients that are great at this that kind of sit above the organization and have their staff and their management kind of running the operation and then reporting up, you know, to the CEO or managing partner or whoever it might be. Uh, I agree with your point on process and I'm, I'm the first one to break up a process, mm. you know, cause I'm just kind of going r- running fast mm-hmm. and, you know, if there, anyone here would tell it, tell, and I'm self-aware of that, yeah. you know, that, Hey, I might not always follow process, but I, now today I realize how that could be a problem as you grow and expand an organization, because if you have kind of one link off the chain, you know, the bike's not going to move. Right. You know, so that's, so I agree process is super important. You know, how do you get there? I'm very big on hiring the right people that fit the culture and then utilizing them. Let them be the best person they can be. If they can be the best person they can be, then that helps themselves. Number one, grow and develop and the organization. I'm very big on creating opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
I don't need to be the boss of everything. Right. You know, I actually don't want to be the boss of everything. Interesting. Uh, I like to empower people and for them to take on those roles. And sometimes it's a stretch, but think of that accomplishment that when you tried something that was out of your comfort zone, maybe you thought out of your skill set, but when you actually accomplished it, how much that advances you personally and professionally. So much growth can happen through that. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful because that's one of the things that can be tough as, as visionaries is how do you put that down into a procedure, right? Like uh, what's made us so good in that one level is not going to make us so good in the next level, right? Right. So it's, it's like you said, I think that's a really good point for, for me and I'm sure for the people listening is it's the who. Yeah. It's the people. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily the how. It's who can you bring in that can maybe take that thing that you are not that good at and make it even better. Or if you're 100 at it, can you hire two 70s? Right. And now, they're, now you got 140 right. kind of working for you. Um, no, that, that's, uh, that's really good. So, so urgency, because one of the other things you talked about too is, and I don't know if this goes away, <laughs> is we have a little bit of paranoia. Um, you know, and I've always said, after I heard this, Ray Dalio said, if you're not worried, you should be worried. But yeah. if you're worried, you don't have to be worried. Right. So does that resonate with you at all? Um, you're always thinking, you're anxious, you're worried, you're concerned, <laughs> yeah. you don't shut it off. Okay. You know, we just brought in someone from the outside, Amy Vetter, who's very well known in the CPA community. She's a yoga instructor, as well as a, she was a CPA in a, in a accounting firm. She understands our world. So we spent three days with her just last week. Wow. To, and we spent a lot of time here on balance. So a way it's, it's not good, right. To always be anxious and worried. No. And so we counteract that with the balance of doing other things here. You, know, you reference the office. Do we have a good sized kitchen? We have a large bar Beautiful. here. We have a gym. We bring instructors in there. So we try. We're very open about, hey, we like being together in this world of remote work. You know, we're not the biggest fan of remote work. If it's necessary, we offer it. If it's necessary, you know, then, of course, we embrace it for our staff. But that's what's best for them and their mental health and everything else. But we also like the fact that we have amenities here oh, yeah. where if you need a break at 10 in the morning and need to go into the gym, Go into the gym at 10 in the morning. If that's going to make, you know, clear your mind, take the worry away, take the anxiety away. Because when you have all that, you lose focus too. Mm. So you'd rather be focused than those other things. So as business owners and entrepreneurs, you need to find that balance. There's groups out there. I'm a member of EO, Entrepreneurs Organization. That's my sounding board, you know, to know when I need things I need to be working on professionally to keep things intact. So there are tools in place that we utilize to offset what you're talking about. But what you're talking about is always in there somewhere. Right. And that makes sense that fitness is a big part of it, right? Yes. Like, hey, you got to have your mind right. Because it's not necessarily about, you know, going to the gym for, you know, the body. It's, it's for the mind. Yes. For me, a lot of times. Um, so that's really good. And you guys got to see the gym in here. I mean, again, it. You know, John hasn't said this, but when he was talking about kind of building the business, you know, they have 70 plus employees now. So it's, it's, they're, they're definitely, they've done it the right way. I can tell, especially just by the work that they've done in, into their, um, 
in their building here. Uh, so question in regards to, you know, as we are building our business and a lot of people that are building their business and you've done that, is there some like, hey, that was a really good decision that we made? Um, was it maybe the hiring of, was like that first hire like really tough or were you like, I don't know, do we need to do that? Um, like, what are your thoughts? Was, there, like a, was that like a really good decision? Do you remember like having one where it was like, yeah. wow, that was a no-brainer? No, there's a lot. I think it's, if you're thinking, you have to think, in my opinion, about three to four to five years out hmm. versus just today. Hmm. So someone could argue that, hey, you're going to make a significant hire today. How are you going to afford that person? <laughs> Number one, there's the stress and worry and anxiety. Yeah. And can you keep them busy enough? When I would look at this, that decision and say, where do we think we're going to be, not today, but three years from now? Like you mentioned, we've almost filled up this space already, and we've only been here 10 months. Crazy. So in hindsight, we'd say, well... We would have preferred to look out three to five to seven years and say, to you know, kind of fill that space over time versus in 10 months. Mm-hmm. Now, you could argue, well, we grew faster than we thought or things like that. Uh, but that first hire, the way I think and go about business is I think about the future and the goal. Where do we want to end up mm-hmm. when I'm making decisions? Interesting. Some people would argue it's a stretch at the time. I, I'm more of a spend money to make money person, yeah. which is what I understand, not a typical trait of a CPA. Right. Most CPAs, when they work with their clients, are going to tell them, don't spend money. Right. You're spending too much money. Right. I'm more entrepreneurial. We're saying you should make the investment. If, if, you, if you're a hard worker and you have a certain culture and all these philosophies we're talking about that we think are, makes, make a business owner successful... Mm. If you believe in all that, then you'll believe in the success of that hire. Now, being thorough is the next step in making a hire. Hmm. You know, like on the flip side, you know, some of my regrets would be, you know, they always say hire slow, fire fast. Most business owners fire slow. Right. You know, right. and I'm, I'm one included that there, there's been people over the years that just don't fit, doesn't fit for them, doesn't fit for us, and we carry that for too long sometimes. Right. That would be one of the regrets I would have is I would employ the fire fast a little quicker, and we certainly have learned how to hire slow. We have a, that talking about process, we have a pretty extensive process when it comes to hiring. Mm, that's really good. And just and, and, and like to remember that uh, because, you know, it's at times we've had that situation where we have somebody on the team and it's not just them anymore. It starts to kind of infect the uh, other people that are on the team. So it's you're not helping out. You're, you think you're helping them by keeping them on, but you're actually hurting the other people um, as well as them because they're probably better off somewhere else. Right? Yeah. They could probably grow and do more and be better uh, at, a, at another uh, company. So Absolutely. All right, a little bit of a speed round because I know we don't have too much time. Um, I guess if there's like one, I always ask this because it's important. Is there, is there like a metric that you look at? Is there like one metric if you could look at for the week or a month or a year that kind of tells you the success of the company? Like, is there a metric that you're looking at? Yep. So it's, it's kind of an intangible metric that I would call culture. Yeah. So whenever we feel the culture's off for whatever reason, 
that's what that's what gives me anxiety like how do we get the culture in place because mm. we really feel culture's number one yeah you know so culture would be my answer okay as to the metric now how do you measure culture not as easy mm. it's a lot of communicating it's having discussions with people we have a mentorship program here it's it's going to lunch with people, having coffee with people, listening to everybody here to see where they're at. You know, are things good? Do we need to work on things? And then sitting down with our partner group and figuring out how we can implement, you know, certain things to make sure that the culture stays strong. Now, we, we're accountants, so we have a whole bunch of financial metrics that, sure. we, that we look at, right. you know, more to see how we're doing financially. Right. And that, we can read that, you know, like blindfolded if we needed to. Right. Um, so those are other metrics, but those don't mean anything unless the culture's right first. I was going to ask you, so if that's, if you're, if you know your culture is going to be really good, if you know that's going really well, I'm sure the balance sheet is probably telling you the same story. Yes. Um, you, you know, and here's my question, cause this was, I thought pretty tough then. So when there was remote and there still is, I mean, I got two thoughts. Number one, the people that do come in the office, there's got to be like a, there's got to be like an added chip. Like, yeah. hey, you, you, I can see you are here. Like, there's just no doubt that if you want to stand out. So for the people who are employed and they're, they're trying to like go up the ranks, is there any doubt in your mind that the people who do show up are the ones that are probably going to be the ones that do move up into management positions? Yeah, I think, I think they have an advantage, but you know, I think there can be effective remote work. Like I said, we, we're a team. Mm. We have a culture. We like being the, it starts with, do you actually like going to the environment right. you're in every day? Right. And some em- employers and employees can't say yes you know, to that question. We feel strongly that our people want to actually be here. Yeah, no so if we haven't forced anyone to be here. We've created an environment that we feel they want to be at. Mm. Now, we allow remote work, like I mentioned, you know, if there's circumstances that require you to do that, you're a stay-at-home parent, you know, you have kids, right? Sure. Young kid. That was the issue with COVID, that you had so many families that didn't have an answer for childcare, right. you know, when their kids weren't going to school. So obviously, they're going to stay home more. Right. But even then, they were finding ways to come in here and be around the team. Excellent. But yeah, I'm, I'm a, a proponent of being busy. Like you mentioned, a lot of your podcasts have been zoom like yep. this may be even the first one yep. that isn't zoom. It's, it is. and there's a reason for that yep. because i re- to me this is a lot more effective being here with you yep. showing you our space we're not through a screen yep. you know we're live here together yep. um this is this is an example of how effective being together can be i agree a hundred percent and i think this is something i'm going to be continuing to do is do the in person i've really enjoyed it um I, I know we don't have much time left i got two more questions for you is there a book that you recommend for business owners um, or maybe even investors? Like, or maybe just what's the last book you've recently read yeah. that might be helpful? Like I'm a, I'm a big uh, rich dad, poor dad, you know, full disclosure. I don't read a ton of books. Okay. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I read snippets of things through sure. my entrepreneurs group. Um, there's a lot of uh, learning that happens that yeah. comes from this, like Rockefeller habits, things like that. Okay. Uh, traction is one like ways to run your business mm-hmm. type of books. You know, I'm more of an instinctive entrepreneur. Interesting. You know, I just kind of like have instincts that I think are, I, you know, right between wrong or effective ways to do things. Am I always right? No, you know, that's impossible. Right. I have a good partnership here that I can, I have a sounding board 
know, with my entrepreneur group, with our COO, Corey here, with our partners here, you know, uh, I have a good stable situation at home with my wife and kids. So, yeah. I, you know, you don't bring a lot of work into home, but there are discussions that you have with your wife. Sure. Where that's very helpful to have her input and she's in business herself, you know, so those, that's kind of how I've always operated Love is it. using the peers around me mm-hmm. to let me know if something's off. And then not not waiting too long to make changes. Okay. So, you know, masterminds, like that EO is a mastermind. Yes. I absolutely agree with that 100%. Big fan. Again, upstate New York real estate investors, that's what we have with our group. So, um, and, and last thing, I guess, John, is uh, if, if you lost it all today, what would you do? Or how would you, you know, again, you, you, have your, you still have your uh, knowledge on business and everything, but if you lost it all today... Uh, what would you do? Well, that's a tricky question. Um, I'd probably... Go back to the kitchen table well, and start doing... I'd have less to do. So that would be, you know, <laughs> we all complain about, you know, what's the first people someone says to you when you ask, ask them how they've been? Good. Well, good and busy. Yeah. Right? Everybody's busy in their own way. Yeah. So you could argue that my busy's busier than your busy. Definitely. So I think step one would be a little bit of a relief on certain things that... I have less to do, you know, (laughs) and then I'm confident that, you know, and I've built other things around the firm. So if you lost it all, everything, you know, yeah, I'd get back to the kitchen table. I'd start over. I'd reflect a little bit. I'd focus on what worked, what didn't work. Mm. And I'd take that moment to, you know, some of it would be very interesting and welcoming that now I can start over with a blank sheet of paper. Because as an entrepreneur, like when people change jobs and we hire a lot of people that come from other firms and other places, sure. there's something liberating about that, that you're starting with, you know, an open, you're starting fresh, right? And everything that happened at that last employer is over with. Right. And you could do things the way you thought you should have done them at the last place, right from the beginning. Maybe you're not as busy day one. Yeah. And there's, there's, probably a good feeling about that, that I can start over right. and peck away at things. And then when something comes up that's stressful, I can deal with it maybe a little better than I did before. Interesting. So I think it would, for me, oddly, would be exciting I love to that. start something new. I love it. It's a great answer. Yeah. It's a great way to end the show. I mean, is there anything you'd like to leave everybody with? No, I, think, I just want to thank you. And, thank you, man. And, you know, there's... there's there's a focus on real estate, right, with your group. Sure. So I'd be happy to, you know, speak with your group, awesome. offer our space for awesome. you guys to come over here. Awesome. You know, there's a lot of technical real estate things that we're involved with that are exciting. You know, we're a big promoter of downtown Rochester. Absolutely. Being down here, and it's exciting to see that. And we've had a lot of attention from government officials and clients and other business owners since we've been here. And it's, it's a great place to invest in. Yeah, I would encourage your group that are all, you know, in the real estate realm to, you know, there's some bumpy times ahead. I think we're already starting to see that with no doubt. interest rates and, you know, changing and deals are different than they were and, and occupancy. I don't know where that stands. And there's, there's a lot of challenges for real estate owners today. We were kind of on cruise control a little bit uh, for the last several years. It's disruptive right now. Deals we're looking at. Our, our deals that were in process three or four months ago that are supposed to close 
before the end of the year look very different right. than they did before. So there's a lot to a planning and process and things we talked about that needs to go into real estate right now based on the environment. No doubt. And, and just to say again, you know, you guys deserve all the applause you guys get for investing in Rochester. A lot of people are still wondering, hey, when's the time that we're going to move here? Now you got some cool stuff with Constellation coming yep. here, which is great. Yep. I was talking to Ken Glazer. I was like, you know, there should be, there, everybody should be down here. Anybody yeah. who claims to have Rochester as a, as a, as a you know, client base or uh, whatever, you guys should be here. So there should be an office, Wegmans, right? That's yeah. number one in my yeah. mind. There should, be, there should be an office down here. But, uh, John, thanks, man. I appreciate you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so appreciate much, your man. Time. This was awesome. So, yeah. guys, John Rizzo, if you're looking for information, you know where to go. We'll have the website and uh, some information about the next hopeful uh, event here in this space. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Go Bills. Thank you for tuning in to the Marty Grizzani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.